0: Radio influence. Dot com. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. How's everybody doing out there this week? How are you? I hope you're doing grand your boy Mr. Black Moses. Yeah, 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 your boy's doing grand. I'm doing pretty grand. Um listen man, listen. I wanted to uh hip everybody hip everybody to the sale that's going on right now on my website hardknoxmoto.com dub 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 Please check it out. Uh we are offering free Shipping for the remainder of the month of July. So if you're into it, well, first and foremost, I hope that everybody is hip to (laughs) my my Hard Knocks Moto brand. Uh, Moto-inspired coffee, uh, Moto-inspired drinkware, Moto-inspired apparel and accessories. Please, please, please check us out at www.hardknocksmoto.com. Uh, We're offering free shipping for the rest of July. When you check out, enter this code, all one word, lowercase, free shipping. Free shipping, you dig? Go check it out. Um, If you're a coffee drinker, we got you covered. If you're not a coffee drinker, Uh, but you need a mug to put your tea, your hot chocolate, your uh, hot apple cider, whatever your warm beverage of choice is, we've got you covered with inspirational mugs. (laughs) Inspirational mugs, Uh, as well as a plethora of fine, (laughs) inspirational, uh, moto-inspired Apparel. So again, that's free shipping. Uh, Discount code is one word, lowercase letters, free shipping, www.hardknocksmodo.com. Please check it out. Please support the brand that supports you. Support your boy, Black Moses appreciates you. Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, y'all. Let's ride. Listen, man, listen. You know, there is... I've been on this kick lately you know remember earlier this year I was talking about moving the needle and then 2020 was like hold up everybody pause and uh, <laughs> like every like 2020 had a completely different idea different uh plan about how this year was going to turn out for so many um and unfortunately you know a lot of people fell have suffered. I think that's the word. A lot of people have suffered, uh, this year and there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of heartache and there's just a lot of struggle. There's a lot of struggle going on right now. And I always say that this is not a political show. We're not politically politically motivated. So we're not going to touch on that, but we are going to talk about the human spirit. We're going to talk about the human spirit and we're going to talk about how, as the motorcycle community, what we can do, to continue to grow and thrive and just continue to just to, to exist, to survive. Like right now, the job I've quoted, I've quoted Henry Rollins multiple times where he has, you know, stated the job is to survive the America and, you know, now I, to, to if if I may, uh, with all due respect, Mr. Rollins, I would like to take that, you know, multiple steps forward and say that our job as human beings, our job is to survive the world. Um, I think that's where we are right now. There's just so much going on and, and, and so much uncertainty in the world that I I, you know, me personally, I try to focus on the moment. I do my best to focus on the moment. But even that sometimes being a human being with a soul, you do get concerned about tomorrow. You get concerned about next week. You get concerned about where things are going. And if you watch the news, you you get caught up in this whole, uh, you get caught up in this whole, like, <sighs> who's fighting who? You know, we're, who's, who's upset with who this time? Who said what? Who did this and who did that? so I've I've been focusing on myself in the sense of I can't control I can't control what anybody else does I can't control what anybody else says I can't control what anybody else thinks so I can just focus on my reaction or non-reaction and I've been you know I've been embracing, the, the idea that, you know, everything doesn't require a reaction. I don't need to say every, say something about everything that happens. I don't need to do something about everything that happens. Um, Some things of course do require swift and direct (laughs) response, but there are plenty of things that I've had to learn that it's none of my business and, and and I mean that in a grander scale, in a grander scale, whereas, you know, there's some things that are obviously that are concerning as a parent, as a father, um, as a husband, as a family person, as a motorcyclist, there are things that, are, of course, directly affect you. But then there's a lot of things that just don't. And it's up to you how you, it's up to you how you respond or don't respond. It's up to you how much attention you give something or if you give any attention at all. So that I think that comes with maturity. It's one of the things that I've learned from my dad. Um, And I've talked about this before, that my dad has this really cool way of just minding his own business. He minds his own business. And if it doesn't bother him, it doesn't bother him. And, and, And he won't let it. And it's a, it used to annoy me to know, oh my God, it used to annoy uh, annoy me because I would ask my dad something and he just didn't have a, it's not that he didn't have uh, a thought or an emotion about it. He probably did, but he just quickly processed the data, evaluated the situation and decided that it had nothing to do with him and he didn't have a, it, it it didn't bother him. So it wasn't going to bother him. Um, so he didn't have an opinion about it, um, or his opinion was that he did not have an opinion, and that used to drive me crazy. Like as a teenager and in my early twenties, when I reached out to him, oh my god, it used to drive me nuts. He just did. I used to. This dude just doesn't care. It's not that he didn't care. And as I got older, I realized, I realized that that's a beautiful thing to embrace. To say the the, the art, the art of not caring. Okay, Um, and then I read a book. Uh, Forgive me for not remembering the author's name, but it was the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And when I was reading this book, when I was reading this book, what was being described was, in essence, my father's outlook on life. And I said, whoa, my dad is a genius. Um, I said, this is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. So. With that being said, when we're talking about focusing on yourself and focusing on minding your own business, this is the time for us as riders, as a community. And I've said this before, we can still move the needle. We can still move the needle. In my opinion, what's going on right now, it's a hurdle. It's not a closed door. You know, the world is not ending I'm pretty positive. I'm pretty sure that the world is not ending. It's not over yet. Okay. It's not over yet. So that there's going to be a tomorrow. So how do we prepare for tomorrow? How do we continue to move the needle? So I want to talk about the power of powerful thinking. Not the power of positive thinking, but I'm talking about the power of powerful thinking. And there's a difference. There's a difference. To me, positive thinking is I when you when you say when you say, I think I can, I think I can, you might even take it a step further and say, I know I can do dot, dot, dot or can accomplish dot, dot, dot. I think I can do this. Oh, I know I can do that. That's positive thinking. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses. OK, I'm on that powerful thinking tip. You dig? Powerful thinking is when you say, put it like this, if positive thinking is I think I can or I know I can, that's positive thinking. Powerful thinking is I am. I am. Positive thinking, I think I can, I know I can, do dot, dot, dot. Powerful thinking is I am doing, I am doing dot, dot, dot. You dig? There's a difference. It just it takes it it takes it that one step. Powerful thinking is part of the process, but to accomplish to accomplish the prime directive, what you're, the goal, what you're setting out to do to 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 grasp and, and make your intentions a reality, we're talking about powerful, powerful thinking. I am. I am doing this. So as a rider, as a rider, there's a lot of similarities between the goals that you set on your bike for yourself, you know, to become a better rider, to become a more established rider, or maybe it's a journey. Maybe you want to do a coast to coast ride. Maybe you want to do a coastal ride, a multi-state ride, interstate ride, I'm sorry. Maybe there's maybe there's some places that you want to, and honestly, to tell you the truth, doing those types of rides right now, depending on what your financial situation is or what your job situation is, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that I know that are taking rides, like interstate rides, because when they have the time, they have the time or 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 they've they've adjusted their timetable to make room for that. It's uh you know one of the benefits of being a biker a rider during this time is that, you know, riding a motorcycle is probably the most social distancing thing that you can do. Our PPE is our helmet. So, okay. When you think about it like that, um, getting on your bike, throwing your helmet on and, you know, we've talked about this before. We've talked about so many things on this show. Um, but you know, I, I personally, I enjoy my solo rides. I enjoy my solo rides. Uh, but there's a lot of people that are now uh, realizing the joy of getting on the bike and just going. Maybe there's, maybe there's a destination. Maybe there's not. You just want to get up and go. But for some people that the mere act of getting on the bike and going is a goal. A lot of people haven't done that. A lot of people haven't done that. So, me, it's not a metaphor. It's more of a, a, a similarity between life and life. Okay. A lot of people just need to get up and do something. You just need to get up and do something. Think about that. A lot of times, you know what the, you have a bike, maybe a full tank of gas. I'm sure there's a gas station near you There's and you have all your equipment and your gear and you're ready to go. All you have to do is get on your bike and go. A lot of people, Talk about doing that and never do it. There's a lot of people that have great ideas, great ideas for what they want to do with themselves, for themselves, their family, and they talk about it. They talk about it and they never do it. But they have every, perhaps they have everything or close to everything that they need to do this. They just talk about it and they never get off of the couch. You dig, they never get off the couch. So if you think about that comparison between being a rider, okay, the the goals that you set for yourself or that you maybe are thinking about setting for yourself, if it's that long ride, okay, and and, and it's down, it's the only thing that's stopping you. Shout out to my boy, the, the Glasgow brothers, Brian and Julian Glasgow. They have a great brand called Asphalt and Opportunity. Asphalt and Opportunity. And it says it all. You've got road and opportunity. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Get rid of the excuses. Get Get rid of the, I can't. Get rid of the, ooh, if I had this or if I had that. Get rid of all of that. And step into the powerful thinking arena. And part of that process is you've already accomplished that. You know what I, you know, I, so-and-so went for an interstate ride the other day. And I saw their pictures on social media. I think I can do that. You know what? I I know I can do that. That's part of the process. And that should have, I get it. But just thinking about it, saying that I think I can, I know I can, is different from saying I am doing that. Like I am actively doing that. So I want to I want to talk about setting those goals, okay? Those 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 riding goals are very similar to life goals. Okay? Yes, and you think about it. The things that you want to do on your bike easily translate into a lot, the attitude, the mental state, the mental attitude to accomplish the things in life that you want to do. Okay? So the the approach, the approach, we've talked about that. Okay, you, you, you want to do something. You want to do something. And now, again, during this time, there's some people that are going to, when this is over, when we move into whatever next level of, it's not normal, but whatever happens next, okay? There's some people that are going to be in a better position than when we began. And there's going to be some people who are in a worse position. And there's some people who are going to just be the same. Okay. And, and I, don't underst- I don't understand that as humans, you know, that we would, we would be complicit to just stay, or to fall backwards. I had a conversation with another one of my nephews the other day and, you know, it was interesting because this is a little family, little family info, little family info. <clears throat> his, his mother is my oldest sister. She calls me and says, call your nephew. He wants to get something done that he could regret. And it was body art. He wanted to get a tattoo. I'm keeping 100 with y'all. He wanted a tattoo on his hands. And I'm all for it, but you know, it's, he's, he's a young man. He's a young man, early twenties, um, very early twenties. Like he just got to 20. So, (laughs) uh, she wanted me to call and talk to him. So I did. And I love, I love my family. I love my, and uh, and I'm always there as much. I'm always there for my family, you know? And so I call my nephew up. And I say, and this is not my nephew to kill a cam. This is my, another, another nephew. And I, and I say to, I say to my nephew, we always have a great conversation. I have tattoos, so I get it. I get it. But I wanted to, I wanted to see where his head was at about why he wanted this particular tattoo on this location on his hand. And he expressed to me, he's like, this is the only place that he can see where this tattoo belongs on his body. I can respect that. That's cool. So then I asked him, I said, well, are you working right now? And he said, no. I said, well, that's a problem. That's a problem. I said, because unless you are making your own money, unless you are cashing your own checks, writing your own checks, unless you are the boss, you might want to be mindful at this young age, okay? Might want to be mindful of how you are presenting yourself to the world if you are in a position where you have to go in and get the approval of someone else to earn a living, that's what I'm talking about. You have to, you have to be mindful of those things. And I explained to him that even though I'm my own boss and I have tattoos and I almost pulled the trigger on a hand tattoo several years ago, I didn't. I explained to him that, you know, I could if I want to, but I'm not, I'm, I'm just not there yet. I'm not, I already know what I'm going to get when I get there. But right now it's, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. I've set it as a goal for myself, okay? That I'll get to a certain level when it, it'll be a reward for me, for my hard work. And that's what I expressed to my nephew. When he told me he didn't have a job and he told me that because of COVID, he was having a hard time and this, that, and the third. And I said, well, what are you doing with your days? And he says, really nothing. And I said, that's a problem. That's a problem. I said, you're doing nothing? I said, you're a young man, you have health, you, you have stamina, you have all the, and you're, he's smart, he's super smart, and he's super creative. I said, so you're just letting, you just doing nothing with your day, you're doing nothing with your talent, you're just doing nothing. He said, pretty much. I would like to reach through the phone and smack him in the back of the head. I said, boy, if you don't start a brand. If you don't start some type of business, if you don't start some type of entrepreneurial effort to do something with yourself, if you don't get your ass off of the couch and do something with your talent. And I started to break it down to him and we had a great conversation and I think he received the information well. And I told him, I said, look, you're a grown ass man. Technically, I said, you're 20. You can do what you want. You can do what you want. I said, but if you're doing, if you're going to do what you said you were going to do, I said, you're stupid. I said, you don't have a job. I said, and you're going to go and do something that could potentially limit your income right now or or close a lot of opportunity. A lot of doors of opportunity will not open for you. And, you know, that's just a reality. That's a reality. I said, so why don't you, I said, how about this? How about you set a goal for yourself, that over the next year or two, you're going to develop a brand. You're gonna develop a company. You're going to develop yourself. You're gonna develop your soul so that you can be your own boss. You can be your own boss and do whatever you want. You will create enough income so that you can take care of yourself, your family, and whatever else needs to be handled. I said, once you establish that, I said, that should be your reward. That hand tattoo, tattoo should be a reward for everything that you're working on, working for. That everything you accomplish. That's that's if, if that's what you want. I said, let that motivate you to be your own boss. And I said, the fact that you're doing nothing now, I said, you got to change. You got to reprogram yourself. You got to reprogram yourself. There's too many. You're too talented and too many situations to find yourself in where you can make money, even during these times. Now's the perfect time to set yourself up. So I told him this. And, you know, he, he responded. he, I think he received it well. And I haven't talked to him since then. So I don't know if he went and got the tattoo, (laughs) but you know, that's, that's, that's what I wanted him to understand. I wanted him to understand that the opportunity to, Do something more To get out That when this is over Or whatever next level Whatever it turns into That he has an opportunity To make something more of himself So the approach that I gave him Was to set a goal Was to set that goal And that was the difference I think that was the difference I told him not to be mad at his mom For calling me (laughs) And I also told him, I said, the next time, I said, when you get to that level, I said, think about it like this. When you get to that level, I said, in addition to you being an older man, in addition to that, I said, if your mom says to you, hey, I don't want you or she has concerns about whatever you're doing, tattoo, whatever, piercing, whatever, whatever you're doing that your mother has, may have a concern about, you can say, mom, I got this. I'm my own boss. I'm running this. And I said, that's just a little bit of peace of mind to be your own boss. Like, and I told him, I said, look, I have a problem with authority. I just don't like doing what I'm told. I'm a natural born rebel. That's why I ride a motorcycle. (laughs) One of the many reasons. Okay. Why it was one of the many reasons why I began riding. Okay. The not being able to respond well to authority was a realization that I had early on. Early on and i figured that in order for me to sustain my life and to handle my business i need to work for myself so that's where my entrepreneurial spirit comes from and and he's he reminds me of myself so hopefully hopefully i will i will not say his name to protect his innocence but he listens, he listens to the podcast, so I'm sure he will hear this. He'll either be upset that I use this example or he'll be thankful that I didn't use his name. Either way, I love you, nephew. Um, Uncle Black Moses, you dig. <laughs> but listen, man, listen, listen, man. I want to give a you know, you've all heard that saying of don't talk about it, be about it. Okay, and that goes back to the difference of powerful thinking. And that, and that's what I told my nephew. I said, you know, he was like a couple of times in the conversation, it was like, I think, or I know. And I said, no, man, that doesn't work at this level of the game. I said, cause it's not a game. I said, it's, I am, I am, I am doing this or I am going to do this. And when you say I am going to, there should be you no know, next week, next year, whatever. I am is the jump off, meaning that either you are actively doing it or within seconds, you are engaging. You are engaging. That It's a commitment. More than I think, more than I know. <clears throat> That's positive thinking. Powerful thinking is the active commitment of engaging in whatever you are doing. Whatever your goal is, whatever your intentions are, I am, I am is a commitment that you are making to yourself. So don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. If it's a problem, if it's a situation that needs to be handled, if it's something that needs to be solved. Okay. Don't talk about it. Be about it. So here's a hack. Okay. Black Moses hack. Here's the hack. You can state your intentions, okay? State your goals. You can say it out loud. You can say it to the universe. If there's a problem, address the problem. No more, no more than two times. No more than two times. It doesn't have to be back to back, okay? But whatever it is, it should be, if you say it once, if you express it once, you can express it again. That's number two. There should be no number three. There should be no no. If if it's a complaint, a problem, a solution, a wish, uh, a goal, don't say it more than twice. Because more than twice, you're not. You're only thinking about it. More than twice, you're on, you continue to think about it. The first time you've addressed it, you've identified it. The second time you've already identified it. And now you're just thinking about it. The third time, re- there should be no third time. Replace that third, that third time, replace it with action. Replace it with I am. You dig. If you break it down the first time that you acknowledge or state it or complain about it or whatever, okay? You're already thinking about it. That's you know I I should I could I think I can fix that do that go there handle that book that whatever. The second time it's a continuation of that. There is no third time. The next action should be the next action should be either not either it is the commitment the commitment to engage action. Get her done. Get her done. You dig? I am. That's powerful, powerful thinking. The difference between positive thinking and powerful thinking, okay? The difference is I think, I know. It's positive thinking. Power. That's positive thinking. Powerful thinking is I am. I am you dig there. And and that's, and that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. If there's a ride that you want to take, if there's a, a track day that you want to do, if there's a bike that you want, if there's a skill that you want to learn, okay, whatever it is, whatever it is, and I've been around so many people that have, and I hear them. I hear them. You can't. Some of them you can't help but to hear because they repeat themselves over and over again. One day I'm going to. One day I think. I think one day I am, or I know one day I'm, that should be, I am doing that right now. I am committed. I am committed to myself. To accomplish that goal. And that easily translates into life goals. Bike goals, life goals. Bike goals, life goals. To me, they're one in the same. They're one in the same. Okay? So, to recap. <laughs> to recap. Positive thinking is part of the process. Powerful thinking is the engagement of action and a commitment to yourself. The difference between I think I can, I know I can, and I am. You dig? That's our show for this week. Listen, man, please follow the show on Instagram at Life in the Fast Lane Official, on Twitter at L I T F L Official and on Facebook at Life in the Fast Lane Podcast. Please hit that like, hit that subscribe, drop a review, drop a comment, hit that share button. Black Moses appreciates you. We'll be right back here next Friday with an all-new episode of Life in the Fast Lane hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. I'm gone! I'm Jerry P. Tuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com.